season three, episode 16, how to get your music on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, any of these audio streaming websites where you want to submit your music, you want to get your music on there for people to listen nice and easy. That is what we will talk about in this episode. All right. Before we get into this episode, I have been working on the new course. It's called Sound Selection for Beatmakers. It's actually currently being exported. So usually when I make my courses, I first have to prepare the course, the actual lessons, what order I'm going to put them in. I have to actually record myself. Then I have to edit those videos. That takes the most time because I'm really trying to make it so that it's quick to the point and you're getting the best education. Then the last step of that process is exporting it. But I myself make sure to watch the course from beginning to end. That way I'm kind of doing quality control in case any of the audio was weird or if the course just is not flowing the way I like. So again, that one is called Sound Selection for Beats and it's gonna be a new course coming into the platform at itsgratuitous.com very soon. All right, so let's get into this episode. So if you have been listening now and been on the email list, you know that I just released the online music distribution course, which is teaching you how to get your music on Spotify. And again, if you want to check out the course, it is there available to you either as a download or you can join the membership to watch online music distribution course over at itsgratuitous.com. All right, so let's start with how do you get your music on Spotify and Apple Music? And essentially, these are called streaming platforms. And we need to have a middleman where we submit our music and they distribute it on our behalf. So distribution means that we are sending it on various platforms that will play our music. So in order to do that, we need an online music distributor. And it's really annoying actually nowadays because there is so many companies that are doing this. And if you read online, you will see how many online music distributors there are. Some are free, some are paid, some take different commission depending on if you pay, let's say $49 for an album release. Some of them take maybe you know 10% commission. Some of them you pay a yearly ongoing fee and they take 0% commission. So first you want to select a music distributor. At the moment, I am using DistroKid as my online music distributor. I am not recommending them because the thing is, companies always change. So if you're listening to this five years from now, I can't tell you if it's going to be the same company in the same model and all that stuff. But I've been using DistroKid for quite a few years now, and they have done me really, really good. At the moment, DistroKid just charges a yearly fee and they take 0% commission, and they make the process super easy. So in the online music distribution course, I teach you with DistroKid how to upload your music, but you can follow along with any online music distributor, okay? So first, you have to figure out an online music distributor. There are free ones, there are paid ones. The free ones, just be a little bit careful. Make sure to read reviews and all that stuff. If you just want a nice, easy solution, I would look towards DistroKid. I have had an amazing experience with them. For myself, I release albums with lyrics as well as I release just instrumental beat tapes. I have not worked with other artists in a sense of splits and commissions and stuff like that. So I cannot speak on that behalf, but just as a solo producer doing my own thing, always owning 100% copyright, DistroKid has been super enjoyable and easy. All right. So that's step one. You got to select an online music distributor. Again, you are going to find a lot of information out there. 
everyone is just essentially listing pros and cons. Honestly, DistroKid, super easy, okay? The next thing is you have to prepare your artwork. Now, if you type into Google DistroKid artwork specifications or rules, you know, so DistroKid artwork rules, it's going to tell you what size of artwork and do's and don'ts of your artwork. So they are saying 3000 by 3000 in your artwork. It has to be perfectly square. And in addition to that, there's some things that you should not be putting in your artwork, things like website links such as www.yourwebsite.com you should not have social names in there you know like your twitter name and no profanity no vulgar stuff no nudity stuff like that okay again i'd highly recommend searching that into google and reading that before you actually create your artwork and one thing i just want to say there is when you create your artwork you can do it yourself if you know how to do it but sometimes it's nice to hire someone out, someone who is really, truly professional because your artwork is a part of your product. A lot of people don't realize that your music is a product. It's no different than an ebook or a course. For example, if you visit itsgratuitous.com, you'll see my beat making books there. You'll see my FL Studio beat making courses. That is a product. It's no different than creating a song to sell. If someone looks at your artwork, that could potentially make them think, hey, I want to check out that song because of the artwork alone. All right, so that is artwork. Make sure to read uh, DistroKid's do's and don'ts because things can change over time, all right? But in short, 3,000 by 3,000, make it look attractive. Do not put websites, social names, nudity, any of that kind of stuff into the artwork. The next thing that I highly recommend you do is prepare a track list for the release. So make sure you have that in order. What I do is I create a text file on the computer and I order the tracks in the order that I want the album to be. So let's say my recent Beat Tapes by Gratuitous Volume 10, it had 10 beats on it. I made sure to create the track list, which is the order that the beats go in. So it goes from one beat to the next. You wanna make sure you have that track list because when you go to upload your music, you know the exact order that your music is in and you're not figuring it out while you're uploading. Also for the songs, which we'll talk about in a second, you want to make sure that the fade out times of each song make sense because when you work on just a single track, you just export it, you're good to go. You're not really so concerned with the fade out time. When you're working on an album, the fade out time is important because it goes from one song to the next. When it goes to the next song, if your fade out is too short, it's going to sound rushed and it's going to sound really weird. If it's too long, again, it's going to sound weird. So you want to get that sweet spot. And again, so that's your fade outs. All right. So, so far, I've told you that you want to select an online music distributor. I am currently saying that DistroKid has given me a really good experience. You want to make sure your artwork is ready. You want to make sure you have that track list, which is the order the songs are in with good fade out times. You can also be thinking about the intro as well. Fade out times, I think, are even a little bit more important when it transitions from one song to the next. Now, the next thing is exporting the music. So you want to be exporting in Wave. Right here, there's going to be a lot of preferences for different people of what they want to do. In my opinion, I keep it simple, 16-bit, 44.1 kilohertz, and you're good to go, all right? Make sure in that master that you are mastering at a sweet spot for your volume, and if you want to learn more about that, I teach you that in the online music distribution course. I give you an example of one of my mastered beats, 
and you can see exactly how it was mastered, the volume I am mastering it at. So you want to kind of get a sweet spot for your master and the whole trick of mastering an album is making sure from one song to the next that they are very similar in volume so that the user, someone who's listening to your music, does not have to keep adjusting their volume. They can just listen from one song to the next and they get a good experience, okay? Some people out there will say export at 24-bit and a higher sample rate, but at the end of the day, you are submitting it to an online music distributor, such as DistroKid, then they are sending it to the streaming platforms, such as like Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, and each of these audio streaming services, they do their own audio conversion because they do not play the music as the WAV file because a WAV file, let's say for your beat, let's say it's 50 megabytes. That is large in terms of a file. And so if someone's at the gym streaming your music, a 50 megabyte file is way bigger than let's say a five megabyte file, which is what they do. They take the WAV file, they compress it into a different format such as MP3 or whatever compressed audio file format they are streaming at so that the user does not use as much bandwidth. Most people really can't hear a difference in the audio quality anyways, and they make sure it's at least at a decent audio quality where you're not really going to hear too much of a difference. All right, so again, we are exporting at WAVE 16-bit 44.1. These are high-quality audio files that we are using for distribution. Now, a cool pro tip I teach you in the online music distribution course is you also want to be exporting MP3s. And FL Studio makes this really, really easy. You can just click Wave and MP3 at the same time, and it will literally export both for you. But in the MP3s, you want to make sure that you prepare those MP3s with a software called MP3 Tag. Again, I teach you that in the online music distribution course about how to get artwork into your MP3, how to make sure you have the proper titles, the artist name, and why that's so powerful is because when we send music over email, for example, if you're talking with different people and you want to share your, your music, all of the information could be in that MP3. If someone listens to it on their phone or in their car, it shows the artwork the song title, and it's all really, really professional, okay? All right, so that is it for this episode. That is how to prepare your music for online distribution. You select an online music distributor. You make sure your artwork is ready. You make sure you have that track list, which is the songs in order. You make sure that you are exporting high-quality audio in Wave 16-bit, 44.1. You want to master in that sweet spot. Again, you can learn more with the online music distribution course, for an example. And then I also show you a bonus about preparing the MP3s as well. Typically, you will be sending MP3 over email, okay? All right, so again, be on the lookout for the sound selection in Beats course. I'm currently working on that right now. And if you guys would like to learn FL Studio, you guys can join the membership over at itsgratuitous.com. You can access 31 beat making courses. There is so much information in there. If you're wanting to learn drum loops, the piano, if you're just brand new, you guys can start with what I call the course pathways page. You guys can find that on the website. You simply just watch the courses in order and you guys get straight to the point training. Really enjoyable. There's been a lot of good results from students. If you ever have questions, you can send me an email at hi at itsgratuitous.com. 
And if you'd like to learn step-by-step how to get your music onto Spotify, check out my online music distribution course. Again, it'll teach you about an online music distributor, the artwork, the track list, exporting Wave at high quality, as well as preparing that MP3 and a lot of other helpful tips. I show you step-by-step and I actually even upload the beat tape with you showing a real example of how to do it. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Again, reach out anytime over at itsgratuitous.com. 